got their old possum. Only the Toshi station to pick up some power converters. That's no moon. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vadabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And we have a third episode of Ahsoka to talk about. How long was it, Kenton? It, um, well, you've touched on the first thing that probably everybody <laughs> can agree on. Uh, it was too short. Too short. Well, 30, 30 36? Minutes. 34, I think. But but then that includes credits, yes. I was noticing. Yes, that includes credits. So it's like a half hour, really. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Like a, a sitcom. It's, yeah, like, it's like an episode right? of Seinfeld. A half hour plus six minutes of special effects wizards. Well, <laughs> that is the biggest issue people are having with it? Because I have some other the issues short... with it. Well, I mean, we can discuss this. Are we going to start with our overall feeling about the episode? And then we'll discuss some specifics sure. like we did last time. Yeah. Go ahead. You go first. I, I honestly, again, I thought it was a little bit boring. It was a little bland. I find the pacing to be weird. I, I don't know why there's like pauses in the conversation that seem drawn out like they're they're deliberately slowing it down or something. I don't know that maybe that was just weird something about this episode, but we're starting with like they're obviously trying to call back to the original trilogy. There's a lot in this one. There's two specific scenes that really like basically tries maybe to maybe more it. than that. Oh, yeah. That? Okay, maybe we'll more that. than that. But honestly, I, I find that it, it doesn't really know what it is. It's trying to be a lot of different things and it's not really being its own thing like Andor was its own thing and the Mandalorian is its own thing where this is just still trying to we still still doesn't know what it is but we did get some good interesting story uh, elements here we got more in the um the hunt for Thrawn and more idea about what's going on around that and I thought that was kind of interesting we saw the space whales again that was exciting to see the space whales that whole sequence was fun see Uh, I thought overall I liked it more than the first two okay uh there were some things that concerned me um, my biggest complaint, though, is I don't believe they delivered a half hour with a beginning, middle, and end. They, they delivered a half hour with a beginning and a middle. Yeah. And what an extra 10 minutes would have done. Yeah. I think I, I, I just, like, I was getting there. I was starting to have fun. And just as I was having fun, <laughs> the damn episode ended. Yeah, and it kind of ended in a really stupid way. Like, I wasn't saying stupid, but it was like there was nothing to that last scene. It was just the the Ray Stevenson saying, just, we have to find the for- yeah. search the forest. Like, okay, so we're going to spend the next episode searching the forest. But we should get into actually what happens in this. Yeah, yeah. Like, let, let's let's get into Clearly this. Clearly, we're not both like, woohoo, it's awesome. We both have issues with the show. We're I not- think I, I actually think it had two awesome moments. Yeah, when we get there, When we get there, let's talk about them. I thought um, I what you're talking about in terms of dialogue – um, you know what it reminds me of a little? Canadian television dialogue. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? Like, where it's just a little bit, you're kind of like, hmm. Like, Americans who watch Degrassi will know what sure. we're talking about. Yeah. Where it's just a little <laughs> bit, you know, um, I thought nobody would ever talk to a coffee cup when they left the room or whatever that cup was. Like, I, would, I wouldn't leave this room and go, you little scamp, to, to the coffee cup. Like, like there's a little things like that happen that sort of seem a little written, I guess. Sure. And that's kind of what Canadian TV seems like, it a little definitely. written. More <laughs> written than acted. Yes, yes, a little contrived. Yeah, um, uh, but that's not to say, once again, I liked it more than the first two episodes. I, I think... I'm, I'm happy to say that. I would say if I had to pick... Um, I would. I like the second one the best because oh. I like that chase scene that when they were like taken off with that engine and all, that whole thing. That was a lot of fun. This mm-hmm. one didn't quite have it for for some of the action scenes, but we we start with opening up on very uh, like a very clear callback to the original movie where um, 
Sabine is training with. Now, what's this droid's name? What's David Tennant's droid's name? Uh, I always forget it. Uh, uh, it's a it's Hu Yang. Hu some, Yang? Yeah, Hu Yang. It's not numbers and letters. It's like yeah. is this the, the first droid to not have a number letter based name? Well, based on his name and his skill with the sabers and his names for the moves, he is like with the uh, you know a version of Japan in the Star Wars universe. It seems like or you know an Akira Kurosawa style samurai. Droid. I think he's actually a, a Jedi training droid. I think that's what he is. That's, he's his, met, whole, that's his whole purpose. Because he's got four arms, right? For these, these. I love the training lightsabers that are yeah. just beams and are like it's like um, yeah. it's like Beat Saber. Yeah, you know, it's like I measuring like the angles and that kind of stuff. That's cool. I thought that was idea. very cool. I thought he is very cool. Yeah, D- David Tennant is cool as the voice. He's a good droid. He's a good droid voice. Yeah. Um, I don't think we ever need to hear. With the blast shield down, I can't see anything. Well, here's There's my... the first one. <laughs> now, my uh, I, I guess this is going to reveal an issue that I have with the first movie, but I never understood that in the first film. Why would yeah. you de- Why would you design a helmet where you couldn't see at all? And I was going to say about right. this helmet in this scene, uh, you know, it looks like a fencing helmet, but you can see through those, right? Like, what is the purpose of this helmet that you'd be putting on? Like what are these circumstances <laughs> where you where you can't you have to shield your eyes but it's okay to be blind? Yeah, I like, don't know. You're blocking, you're preventing permanent blindness by giving yourself temporary blindness <laughs> using like, this helmet. I would rather that they create a special helmet for Jedi trainees. Maybe that's what this is. Maybe it is. Maybe I don't know. that's maybe that. Hey, I, you just came up with the best. I think the best reason why this thing exists <laughs> yeah. because yeah, it doesn't make like blinding sunlight in my eyes. I'll just pull down this thing. It's too late. You've already been blinded right. at that point. Yeah. In the or, first film, I think it was, they were trying to refer to something yeah. in the first movie, but they didn't really know what it was. Right. This one is, is um, um, I can't remember what it was. So this one is more deliberate, I think. But it, maybe if you're welding, but then you're still blind with the blast shield now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's anyway. A, hey, they deprived us of our flash dance moment where she takes the helmet off and the hair tumbles down because she cut it off. She cut all her hair that's, off, yeah. That's my least favorite moment in every movie where the helmet comes off and you realize it's a woman and you're supposed to go, oh my God, a woman can fence? It's the <laughs> or, worst. Or be a Jedi. So I uh, thank you, Dave Filoni, for not putting the flash dance moment in there. Right. Although, yeah, I guess, no, they do that deliberately because she will be wearing a Mandalorian helmet at some point. You yes. Gotta, you got to imagine she's going to oh, get Oh, we've, we've already seen it. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, and then that was, they talk about that a little bit in this whole opening sequence of her training. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't seem to have any ability with the Force at all, which is weird because they think that that's the first indicator that somebody should be trained as a Jedi is that they can move some stuff around or they can do something with the Force. But she doesn't appear to be able to do anything. She says, uh, and then Ahsoka says, talent is a factor, which made me think of the Sparks song, Talent is a Virtue. <laughs> um, <laughs> where... <laughs> Where, um, uh, so maybe some, maybe it's just like anything. Some people can write, some people can't, but everybody can learn how. I guess. Um, so we'll see how that goes. It's, it's you know, clearly she's, she spent like 10 minutes looking at the coffee cup and trying to move it. Yeah. Or does that come later? That comes later in the episode, I think. I'm moving ahead. Uh, but then uh, we see, we cut to Hera, who has to meet with the uh, with the council, I guess. These are yeah. a bunch of senators, five senators. And they made a point in the beginning of this saying, so-and-so is one of them. What does that mean? I'm, I don't know that reference. Oh. Now, I'm not, now, here's the second time that we have to look to our Rebels friends to, like, we don't know what the purpose of the droid is. That, that might have been in Rebels. We don't know. 
um, who the name check was here, but that might be probably someone who's a super fan of Clone Wars or Rebels <laughs> is, was probably like gushing right. when, during that moment. But but it was great to see Mon Mothma yeah, yeah. again. But I got a problem with this scene too. All right, what is it? Go ahead. No, you go oh, ahead. No. Well, I was going to say, so this is Hera, and she's coming, and she's talking to the panel. And, and once again, like, we're presi- like I'm, I'm actually happy the First Order blows up the planet that uh, the New Republic is on in A Force <laughs> Awakens because they seem to be completely incompetent. Of course they are. They're, they're <laughs> real. You're, you're just going after your friend Ezra. And we, you want us to assign thing. You want us to. You're put trying some to manipulate money. us into funding your search for your friend. You mean Ezra, the rebel hero who rid the galaxy of Thrawn? You mean that guy? Yeah. Like that doesn't make any sense. No. You're coming off the victory, the Death Star exploding, blown up again. The second Death Star blown up again. Luke Skywalker destroying Darth Vader. This, this is the best. The best minds. That was working behind that? I'm curious as to the election process as far as how they got these guys. Like, how soon after they blew up the Death Star did they have elections? They have to have done something because they say, we are senators. We are representing the people, right? Uh, This one guy in the green has not did not fight. She makes a point of, like, oh, I just wanted to wait and see which side won, hey? And she makes a little jab at him. I don't like that they're all holograms. Can't some of them be in person? I don't know why that is like that. But I think it's like that because they literally were not on set. (laughs) I think so. I, they shot that Mon Mothma thing when she was shooting Andor, probably. And they probably. did, I mean, they took some measures to make her look older here, for sure. sure. Um, and I, once again, I love seeing Mon Mothma, like, thanks to Andor now. She's one of my favorite characters. I'm just, I also thought that um, when she said, um, you haven't been to war, um, and I think they cut away to Mon Mothma, and I, I was thinking of her husband. <laughs> yes. It's my day of days! And all, and all of those fancy lads who didn't go to who are like empire rebels i get confused yeah yeah yeah, all, yeah. All, all, all of those guys yeah um and it made and made me wonder what has been the fate of my it's my, my day of husband yes. oh. well, yeah yeah <laughs> i i almost took it like as a sideways dig about her own family me yeah. I, I i probably just read into it but i love that <laughs> That's funny. Um, so she gets denied, basically, in this scene. She's, yeah. they, she asks for the resources to chase after. Now, um, uh, Soka and Sabine have already gone. They're on their way. Yep. They're chasing them because uh, they have a tracker on it. But, uh, yeah, now Hira's getting shut down. And we also learn in this scene that Hira has a son. Now, is that – what's his name's son? Yeah, that's Ezra's son, Not right? Not Ezra. Um, oh, no, I mean Kanan's son. Kanan's Sorry, son. yeah. Yes, God, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. she was in love with Kanan. That was her – Right. Right. So right. that was an interesting. Um, now I think I believe he is in Rebels, right? That kid. No, uh, he was not born. Was he not? No, not at all. Who am I thinking of? Then? I don't know. See, look at us. We're, we're look at what terrible Star Wars fans. Well, we are. I'm a. I you speak for yourself. I know Rebels. <laughs> Rebels. He was not. Oh, in Rebels. so you know for for a fact he was not in Rebels. The kid. Yeah. No, they did not have a child together. They did not have a child. No, that's a Rebels. new piece of information they've revealed here. Really? Yes. Well, I thought I could swear. 
Well, we'll look it up after. I mean, I thought that for sure he was in Rebels, but remember, I did not watch every episode. I watched some, so I might be confusing him with another kid that was in Rebels, probably. I don't remember there being a kid in Rebels other than Ezra being the kid. He, he was, was a kid. Of, he was a kind yeah. of a kid at the beginning. So yeah. anyway, she gets shut down. I guess we come back to the sun later on. We see him. He's got green hair, but he still looks human. He doesn't have head tails like she does. Or weak jeans. <laughs> she, I was thinking she must have very weak jeans because all he gets is some streaked hair. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Everything That's else all? is from Kanan. But uh, okay, so she gets shut down. Then where do we go? We go back to Ahsoka. They're talking. Well, this is the coffee cup scene. And yeah, again, this kind of stuff just is boring to me. I'm not interested in this relationship. I would have been more interested in whatever happened before. They keep talking about like, oh yeah, got rid of my presets and all this stuff. All these things that took place off screen that I wish I'd seen. You just triggered one of my other complaints about this. And you're right. You're absolutely right about this, which is we keep going on with the exposition about things that have happened between the finale and now of Rebels Mm -hmm. and now in in the beginning of this show. And uh, the flashback would be a stronger way to, pr- to present that to us. Now, maybe they're saving some of that cool stuff for later in the series. And I don't blame them if they are. But, yeah, you're right. There's, some, there's a certain amount of sitting around and remember that time. And, like, the beginning of Attack of the Clones, or it's like, remember when we fell into that nest of whatever, and they both chuckle, and everyone in the theater is like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, like it's the ultimate in joke kind yeah. of thing, and this has a little bit of that as well. Yeah. Uh, so, but then things get interesting, and they actually come out of hyperspace and discover what yes. they're building. And I, I swear to you, Kenton. No, did you think it was another Death Star? I know I didn't think it was a Death Star, <laughs> but I knew it was a hyperspace ring. Oh. I mean, you just look at this bastard. Well, I didn't really understand what it was when I saw it, but um, like, is this a thing that exists in the Star Wars universe? Have we seen something like this? Remember, um, Obi Wan's ship flies into the oh, hyperspace yeah. ring, and then it. Gives a boost, and that's just a massive version of that. Yes, it is. You're yeah, right. Yeah. It is. Okay. So I mean, that, it's cool. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's interesting that they're going to use this to travel to another galaxy. So it's like yeah. a super souped up um, hyperspace engine that they're going to use to go get Thrawn, who's in a different galaxy. So yeah. all that stuff was was interesting. And yes, now, I agree. This is where I really perked up, and I me and, too. and I and I was like, okay, here yeah. we go. This is cool. Um, I like. I like the uh, I like the actress who's the the bat the villain, yeah, the blonde villain and uh, whatever her name I don't remember and she's in this she's in the ship yeah chasing them and I just there's something she acts like she's like been she's been under hypnosis or like she's like a voodoo like like she's just there's something about her body language I like what the actor does there with that body language she it just looks she looks menacing and she she she's not a menacing sized person. What do you think about the design of the ships? They remind me of the old Jedi Knight ships, actually. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, uh, well, very much. What do you think? Like, Why they looked like uh, old fighter planes, like old World yeah. War II fighter planes. So I think there's a deliberate attempt there, and I think that that's a callback to a little bit of the Phantom Menace and the trilogy. There was a bit of that to that oh, movie. I, yes, and more New Hope uh, stuff in the scene. Like it's it's the escape from the Death Star. It is. Although not as, not as good. I gotta say, this scene was not nearly as interesting or exciting as the. Well, the escape from the Death Star, where you get, and you even get the here they come, and like some, I, I, some of the lines were verbatim yeah. from A New Hope. And once again, like, I don't, we're at the point where, yeah, we all know A New Hope exists. Even newcomers to Star Wars know the, know the original, like, who doesn't know the original film? It, it, is that fan service? I don't know what it is. I guess it's a little fan service y, but it's, but I don't think every new Star Wars franchise 
needs tons of callbacks to go remember Star Wars, like remember when that was cool. Like it's mm-hmm. it's just a little heavy in this one. I feel like he's trying to make his own version of Star Wars. <laughs> like Dave Filoni, this is the way I would do it. And you know, it's, it's a love letter to George. Right. And so so I get that. I don't I don't dismiss that, but yeah, like we it's a little heavy in this episode. Yeah. yeah. And I honestly I, I remember actively thinking during the scene when we have six fighters against one yeah. ship and one tail gun. How could they not hit her? Even at the point where they're like, we have them now, which was a direct yeah. clip. Cl- yeah. It's, we have one. them now, and then nothing. Then they continue to chase yeah. after them. Why are they not shooting? Why are they not? Ch- like, they could easily have shot them out of the, the sky. Oh, well, point. and the deflector shield is uh, only as good as the plot allows it to that, be. Exactly. And yep. sometimes the deflector shield, 10% deflector shield, they say. <laughs> and sometimes 10% lasts a very long time. Oh, yeah. Other times it's gone instantly. Well, their, their aim isn't very good either, these ships. No. They, they can't seem to quite hit the broad side of Well, neither is Sabine's no, aim. She's not be, very good either. To be fair, does she hit anything? No. No, I don't no, think. No, no, she got one. Yeah. She got one. She got excited. Even the droid is like, you are the worst Jedi That's Knight right. I've ever trained in 2,000 years. Yeah, Good I'm not, night. I'm not quite yeah. sure why they're, uh, they're pumping Truth her up bomb. so much. Peace out. <laughs> See, she got. Oh, no. Oh, she gets this, one. No, they did this kind of sweep around trick where she gets a yeah. couple of them. She got, basically, she got all the unimportant characters because the, right. the Jedi girl survived in that, that um, Inquisitor survived, the guy with the mask. Right. So those two survived Mer- that battle. Merrick? Is that I his? don't know. I didn't get it. Merrick. Maroc, I can't remember what his name is. Yeah, that, by the way, that's Zombie Ezra. Everybody says, <laughs> "Is it? Oh, not, as oh. if." I don't think no, so. No, no. I saw. I've seen some terrible theories. I've also seen that it's the clone of Luke Skywalker. Well, the, I think there. It's it better not be. Well, there's something behind that mask. You know, there's going to be something revealed uh, at some point. So I don't know. I Mace don't know. Windu. <laughs> God, just kidding. <laughs> Uh, and then so, but this was kind of cool. I like this sequence when they're flying in and uh, they have to get the scan. Uh, that makes sense to me. So he's like scanning, scanning, hold steady. That was all fun. Yeah. Uh, he's great. Again, David Tennant is awesome. And they're shooting. They're dodging and shooting as they're trying to get the scan. Uh, and then they got, I guess they get away, right? No, no. Then they get Oh, like, there's the ma- one of the major scenes. And at first I wasn't so sure, but ultimately I, I enjoyed it. And that's Ahsoka leaves the ship and gets onto the... Oh, we have our very first Star Wars pressure suit. Yeah. Right? Uh, Princess Leia didn't need one. <laughs> she, General Leia didn't need one. She just floated the hell out there yeah. and floated back in. Um, but Ahsoka needs one. Yeah. And... Um, I kind of liked that suit. I kind of dug that suit. Yeah, it, it looked good. Like yeah. at first, I wasn't sure because you can see the outline of her head on there. Yeah. Like, oh, what's what's going on there? But it's just because it's cloth. It's right. not like a helmet, right? Which makes sense. And it's just got that. That's a good design. It's simple. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a a big moment. I think. I yeah. Think this is like the first time Star Wars has actually ventured outside into space in uh, live action cartoons. I think they did it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, they probably did it. Yeah. Some point. But yeah, so mm-hmm. so she goes out there and she has this cool thing where she like swipes at mm-hmm. them. So it's kind of a neat. Uh, um, action sequence, and then they get their scan and they get away. But I liked it. I really liked it when the whales showed up. When they went down to the clouds and then are yes. on this planet, and then they're flying through but these whales. That was pretty cool. I also want to point something out that's weird about this too. Um, I love this. I love this. This this is the probably the key point in the in the episode where it's kind of like yeah, like I like that. Good. That was a risk, and we've never we've not seen it before in live action. It was worth taking. It paid off. So I like that. Um, why is the witch, uh, what's her name, the worst name in Star oh, Morgan. Wars? Morgan El- Elizabeth, Elsbeth. Elsbeth. Like, okay, that's a terrible name. But it anyway, is. what is she doing working with the Empire? Shouldn't it be the dude with our favorite Ray Stevenson guy? 
Shouldn't it be him on the bridge? Like, wh- I don't. I'm confused. Ab- like about the well, witch's relationship. If we're gonna be like aligning this with the original movie, then I think she's like the 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 Tarkin character in this situation. She's like commanding the military aspect of this. All she commands all these ships and everything. And Ray Stevenson is the is the Darth Vader. He's the right. evil guy. She is his apprentice. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I, she is a she, her. Ba- we talked. They talked about her yeah. background being the Dathomir witches, which right. is dark side, which is evil. Mm-hmm. So that's why she would want to align with the Empire. I don't know. Maybe there's something between her and Thrawn. Who knows? Right. Well, it's yeah. Maybe that's that's actually a good theory. But I, I there's just something about it that I wish. Uh, you know, I thought the witches were unto themselves. I didn't know that they were for hire or that they could join. Uh, Empire or Rebel or anybody. No, no, I, no. I, I had no idea. I just it just seems odd. Um, and I think also we um, Ray Stevenson is wherever he looks coolest. <laughs> that's right. I, I do. I really think that that's us. That that's something. Now the whales, I loved. Yeah, that was really cool. Like you shouldn't love space whales. You should go. This is stupid. <laughs> but I don't think it's stupid. I think it's fantastic. Hyperspace lanes, yes. fantastic. Yes, that idea I really like. We talked yes. about these are like the these are like the roots, the uh, migration roots of these. And they had a name for them, and I can't remember what it was. And then he's like, like the ones we just saw, and he's like, really, when? Yeah, <laughs> because he was deactivated. Yeah. Like, so that was funny. Good droid stuff. Yeah, he's good like I mean, he might droid. be my favorite character so far. He's really really good. Yeah, and so. and uh, so I love I love seeing the whales. That was almost like the asteroid chase and. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. There's a little. I thought they were gonna land inside a whale's mouth for a second. I thought they were gonna find a way, yeah. like land on the whale or and do something ride like that. the whale over to Thrawn or Tezra, rather. Well, this I think in an f- upcoming episode. This, if I had to put money on it, I'd say the bad guys take their hyperspace ring, the good guys take a whale, and yeah. let's see who yeah. gets there first. Let's race. <laughs> what happens? Like I think it'll be something like that, yeah. right? Because you need to be able to get back. Maybe you can destroy their stupid ring. In the other realm, and they're stuck there. They're like there might be some some interesting things to play with at yeah, that point. That's true. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they're going to definitely get away. That's going to be like mm. the next episode. They're going to get away yeah. in their ring, and then they'll chase after him in a whale. And now, but <laughs> but they are going to spend some time in this orange or this red forest that they landed in that they cannot see. Look, they landed in a way that nobody can see them. Sure. <laughs> Even if they fly directly overhead, so they shut off the power. <laughs> they shut off the power. Shut off the droid, and they're hiding. And uh, so now they're going to go in and search on foot, which seems very inefficient, but that's what they're going to do. We're going to send in a legion into the forest. Yeah, I don't know. So what's going to happen here, do you think? Um, I don't like the ending because I think I think we needed just a little bit more. It's a short episode. Yeah. What's a, What would another 10 minutes do? You know, it wouldn't kill us to have another 10. Well, we could have we could have had that. They could have done that. They could have had them get away in the ring and have them chase after the whale. Or maybe we don't want them to leave the galaxy yet. Maybe we have some other stuff that has to happen. But uh, I guess we have to have Hera catch up is what's going to happen. Hera's got to show up with oh, probably – Yeah, I think Hera's going to go anyway, even though she doesn't have permission. She's going to um, hop in the Fanta – or the Ghost. Which one? The bigger one. And uh, and grab Chopper and Zeb and, and uh, join mm. them to, to help. Um, and then they'll get in the whale and go. Maybe we'll go back to that drinking hole where Zeb hangs out with uh, Dave Filoni and the other directors <laughs> of The Mandalorian. Was that Mandalorian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, maybe maybe that's where we'll... Uh, I, Kim's, that's conveni- Kim's Convenience will be there, too. It did, I hope so. Yeah. But they didn't. it didn't occur to me... I, f- I forgot about Zeb being in play. That's, that's a good prediction. 
I actually, think. Kim's, good, what's his name? Could be in there too. Paul Sunyoung. Yeah. Kim, he could be in there too. The Mandalorian, so. if he's already, is he doing the work already for the re, the rebellion? Like he or for uh, the New Republic? Like that New Deal? Like yeah. I, I'm not sure. Like I'm sure somebody's created a chart showing where they are with relation to each other. But I think it's around the same time. Yeah. I think these series like are happening concurrently. So yeah, I think that in this universe right now, Mando is over, just hanging out with Grogu and mm-hmm. doing his thing. Yeah, with a, and the other Mandalorians too, right? Are they hanging out with them? They're all on. Um... They were well at this point, though. I'm not sure. This is around the same time. I don't know if we specifically know that though. Does it take pick up where season three of the Mandalorian left off, or is it concurrent with some other season? I don't. I, I, don't I know. presume that this picks off because we we're picking off with Ahsoka after the last time we saw Ahsoka. So that was in the Book of Boba Fett. Wasn't so she it? is already right. So she's already seen Luke and yes, Grogu that's all happened. And, yeah. All right. So she's, okay. So yeah. So that's around. It could be around the same time as season three of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, all those characters are in play. We could see any of those guys. Even Luke. Even uh, Grief Karga. That'd be <laughs> yeah. fun. We are gonna save Luke Skywalker for whatever movie Dave Filoni makes at the end of all this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Did you see that the first episode Disney announced the first episode had 14 million viewers? Oh, okay. Is now, that good. Well. I think it's good because I saw something. They must think it's good. Otherwise, they wouldn't have told us. Well, there was another. There's that sketchy place that always says it can measure streaming. Yes. I can't remember what it's called. No, I know. I know. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what they're called. It's never. You can't, can't believe it. But And they said it had one million or something, and it was like a big failure. Um, so I think Disney announced how many had actually watched it because it was way more, 14 times more. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. Is that repeat views? Is that like, I don't know. I'm not just reviews over a week. Like they never give you much. They just no. tweeted 14 million viewers or something. And I, and once again, it doesn't account for groups of people watching it in one room, I'm sure. Or password sharing even. Like, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, it's probably counting views they probably can count that probably 14 million views you're right it probably could be multiple yeah. times but i don't know how that what that matters is that a worldwide audience like 14 million doesn't seem like it, i huge. Believe, i think the series is only in north america right now i'm pretty sure oh, okay. i think i think this is the first one maybe i'm wrong i, I think i heard some uh some british podcasters bemoaning <laughs> that they had to wait but i'm not sure if they were speculating that they had to wait or if they actually do okay well let us so, know well, british yeah. podcasters if you're out there if you're uh, in a different part of the world that does not see ahsoka yet i don't know why they would do that this might have just been a pessimistic prediction about uh what might happen but i'm fairly certain i heard a couple of british podcasters talking about that okay so we'll find out i guess so so, uh, but we will, is there anything else to happen? No, then we just see Ray Stevenson looking cool. That's really the end of the episode, right? Yeah, so a little, sh- you know, a little short. I'd say we didn't quite get an ending. Um, not that every episode needs a distinct ending, well, <laughs> but when it's this short, you kind of want a little bit more. Yeah, and I think that the, like, the story structure of these episodes are not going to follow your standard three-act, whatever they do. Because no. they're, they're basically cutting wherever they want. <laughs> they're saying, yeah. okay, you'll get the third act in the next episode is what right. you're going to get. And then we'll, continue, we'll start another three-act story part, and then we'll go from there. I think that's kind of what they're doing. But... It occurred to me, remember Book of Boba Fett when we got the two Mandalorian episodes? Yeah. Imagine if the next episode of Ahsoka was a Mandalorian yeah. episode. People lose their minds. Yeah. They would love so, it. Would they love it or would yeah. they hate it? No, they would love it. Any anytime we get to see Grogu and Mando together again, people will love that. So I like it's, it's such a short season with eight episodes. We haven't seen Thrawn. We haven't seen Anakin. And we will absolutely see both of them. Um and other other surprises. And who knows what other surprises there could be. 
But, you know, we've already seen three episodes of an eight-episode season. And so uh, I think, you know, the show has to keep delivering episode to episode and building on what came before. So I don't mind if the first two episodes are a little bit slower moving. I don't mind if the third one doesn't finish the story or doesn't give us a clear ending to that episode. I'm fine with that. But then the other ones, it just puts heavier weight on the other ones that are to follow, which might be awesome. Yeah. Might be awesome. Might be a great, like, end big. Yeah, you're right. Again, he could be just a slow burn to start, and then he's going to ramp things up. I just uh, don't want the last shot of the season to be Thrawn, the, the the one from the trailer, and then the end. Yeah, and then we get it in the movie or something like that. Yeah. yeah that's don't good. do that. No, no. They'll give us Thrawn in the yeah. in, we We'll get him. I just wonder if they're going to incorporate any elements of Heir to the Empire at all, or if that was just a line they threw into the trailer just to get people excited. Yeah, it calls attention to itself. Well, I, I, I just don't see how you can reference the book and not do something related to the book. I think that'll be the title of Filoni's movie. He makes it, wraps it up. I do. Oh, I think okay. he'll call it Heir to the Empire but because it'll be a big it'll be a big uh, thank you to Tim- Timothy Zahn. But it's not using a story at all or, or I don't know. Like, well, Let's see. There still might be elements because, you know, Thrawn is in play. Luke is in play. Post Return of the Jedi. They can still thread in that stuff. Yeah. It's not. It's not. I mean, that that could be what's on the other side of the galaxy, right? Or the other galaxy is the are those again? I'm obsessed with these these snakes that can cancel out the force. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. All oh, right, <laughs> right. But then maybe that's what they'll find on the other side. Sure. If they are in here, I will be happy. I will be. That will totally make. Oh, this I me. think it has to be. I think we have to see that at some point. Him with the snake around his neck or whatever, like it is in the comics. Or your toy. You have a toy like yeah, that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. He's got a little whatever slug. Jassel or something it was called something weird. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we're going to continue watching it, of course, and you can continue listening to us talk about it. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vettabunker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you in the ass. I'm taking an awful risk, Major. This had better work. That's no more.